0: More progress isn't made through the sum of addition, more effort, more different, more new. It's made through a sum of subtraction. Less inefficiency, less complexity, less distraction. Welcome to The Waiting Game Podcast a podcast where I attempt to bring more dialogue into the world of Olympic weightlifting and share my experiences and perspectives in the sport and resistance training in general. It was a perspective I wish was more accessible during my earlier years of training, so here is my attempt to bring that value to those who may be sitting here. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Waiting Game Podcast. I'm your one and only host, Brendan Wakeling, and for this episode I'm going to revert back to a social media post that I made roughly a week ago now. And this may relate to those that would consider themselves at the intermediate level of being a weightlifter or in any realm that you're participating in and perhaps want to bump up to that next level. When I was at what I would consider to be the intermediate level, I was roughly at the national level when it come to competition standards. I was training five times a week. I was doing bits and pieces outside of the gym in my own free time. I had a lot of other things on. I was at university at the time. I was doing things on weekends with my friends. Weightlifting was something that I was pursuing, as I said, five times per week. But I wasn't exactly living the lifestyle that an elite or an emerging athlete would live. And I eventually made the change because I had the aspiration to continue this rate of progression up to that international and the top level. And it was just at one point in my career that I made the big change. And once I did make this change, it made a world of difference. To revert back to the post that I said I was going to mention, it goes like this. More progress isn't made through the sum of addition, more effort, more different, more new. It's made through a sum of subtraction. Less inefficiency, less complexity, less distraction. And what I had noticed through going through these formative years where I did prioritize weightlifting a lot more than anything else in my life, the people that are at that next level don't exactly do more than you but they have less, and by having less, they can then allocate their time wisely and put it towards that goal at hand, instead of perhaps stretching themselves thin, doing too much, which includes a bunch of other little activities that don't exactly move the needle forward. Sometimes doing too much is detrimental, so keeping the focus narrow and focusing on what is going to help your weightlifting made all the difference in the world to me. Now, I'll give some examples of how it did differ when I was at the intermediate level to then that change that I did make when I really narrowed my focus. Now, I wouldn't say that this is the ideal route to go down. I would consider this more of the extreme end, and it probably didn't need to be as extreme as it was, and there were some drawbacks due to this, but this is just simply what I did. So my big difference was in my training session schedule. I bumped up from five sessions a week, to 11 sessions a week, so what I did during the week was split those 5 sessions into 2, doing more snatch work and pull work in the morning, more clean and jerk and squat work at night, and then over time, once I got used to that volume, I'll then add another exercise on top between each session, to then work to having more complete sessions. But essentially to start, all I did was just split my 5 sessions into 2 perhaps adding another extra set here and there, doing a more comprehensive warm-up, adding more quality to my training, just because I had more time to spare. In an attempt to save time from going home after the training session and coming back, I just simply didn't leave the gym. Plus, there was also a recovery centre that was just across the road from the gym that I was at, so I'd go there, jump in the hot bath, do the compression pants, head back to the gym, stay there till roughly 7-8pm, go home, eat, sleep... Wake up and repeat. Now, there were a few early mornings during the week in which I worked as a janitor at the pub, scrubbing toilets at 4am, but it was at a time where it didn't interfere with my training day. Alongside that, I would work Saturday night shifts at a bottle shop, which for those that don't know, is a store that just sells alcohol or a bottle-o in Australia as we call it. And outside of that, I was essentially just training, eating, sleeping, recovering. That was it no social life, no nothing outside of the gym. So as I said, not the greatest idea to have no social life, but I was so fixated on getting where I wanted to be that that was all I really cared about at this point in time. So through this and in eliminating all possible variables that I could, you can see that the process was quite straightforward. I had a lot less going on so I could focus more on weightlifting. And what happened within just a year's time my snatch went from 110 to 126, my clean and jerk went from 140 to 165. And if that seems a little unreasonable to most, as it probably should, here's another example of how I tried to eliminate some variables years later. So this was when I couldn't have the luxury of training twice a day, five days a week. I didn't have my own recovery studio nearby, I'd actually moved out of home at this point and moved to the north end of the Gold Coast, so roughly an hour away from any weightlifting club. So my sessions dropped back from 11, back to 5 again, so bigger sessions, and I still wanted to try to take as many inefficiencies and variables out of the equation to therefore maximize the amount of focus that I could put into weightlifting, and one way that I did that was make a home gym. I went and invested as much as I could in a home gym space, and I made a little recovery space within that gym as well. A massive investment for me at the time, but it then allowed me to not have to drive an hour one way every day to training, saving me hours, saving my hips, my lower back from sitting in the car for so long, and it paid off. I ended up lifting more this way than when I did when I was training 11 sessions per week. So my key takeaway from this is trying to limit those unnecessary variables that aren't exactly moving the needle forward when it comes to your weightlifting. If you're someone that wants to progress and put more in your total, then you need to have a look at your schedule and what you're allocating time to and consider if it is worth continuing to do. For instance, if there's a certain night of the week, maybe it's on the weekend, you go out with your friends, you drink, you stay out really late. Maybe it's a day of the week where you stay up really late playing video games, and either that lack of sleep or alcohol consumption then plays into the next day or two of training, essentially compromising the quality of those two sessions, then that for me would be a no-brainer, that I would try to limit that as much as I could, even if it was just for every second weekend, or perhaps you went out and didn't drink, perhaps you went to bed a little earlier, and then see how you progress from there. You don't exactly have to add more to your training start doing these silly exercises that aren't going to move the needle forward doing some cold plunges or breath work or something that you read online that you think is going to help sometimes doing less equals better and that was pretty much all i wanted to touch on for this episode so as always i thank everyone for listening to the podcast and with that i'll talk to you all next week catch you later